This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. John's out traveling this week, and so I'm filling in. China took a drastic, zero-tolerance approach to controlling the COVID pandemic with mandatory mass testing and lockdowns. And it seemed to have the virus under control until recently. Now the virus seems to be spreading, and while China has a minuscule fraction of cases that we've seen elsewhere in the world, its drastic lockdowns are impacting all kinds of industries, but especially the automotive industry. Millions of people have to stay at home, and that has forced Volkswagen and Toyota to suspend production at several factories in China. Several chip makers had to do the same, and that's going to ripple out across the entire industry. Some people seem to be grumbling. Reuters quotes one factory owner as saying, China needs to drop its zero-COVID strategy and move on like the rest of the world did. Okay, now over to the war in Ukraine, because Volkswagen CEO Herbert Diess warns investors that VW may not hit its financial targets this year because of the invasion, which caused a surge in raw material prices. VW is shifting parts production from Ukraine to North Africa and Eastern Europe, as well as to China and the Americas because of that wire harness shortage that we reported on yesterday. D says, if VW does not find an alternative wire harness source in the next three to four weeks, it's going to be forced to revise the guidance it gave to investors just last week. That Russian invasion is also hitting Tesla. Last week it raised prices because of soaring raw material prices, and now it's doing it again. It raised prices across the board in the U.S. by 5 to 10 percent. In China, it's charging about 5 percent more for some Model 3s and Ys. Yesterday's CEO Elon Musk tweeted out that Tesla and SpaceX are seeing significant recent inflation pressure in raw materials and logistics. You know, EV proponents have accused car dealers of dragging their feet when it comes to selling EVs. But now car dealers are trying to change that perception. At last week's National Auto Dealer Association convention, or the NADA convention, there were workshops for dealers with titles like Win in the EV Market. And there were dealership training programs on how to educate consumers about EVs and the charging infrastructure. Wards quotes the NADA's CEO Mike Stanton as saying that dealers are now all in with EVs. And so we would like to ask you, our viewers, have you bought an electric car from a traditional dealer? If so, how would you rate the buying experience? Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Okay, now it's Bentley's turn to jump on the EV bandwagon. It's going to introduce a new electric model every year for five years, but it's not going to start until 2025. Bentley, by the way, had a great 2021. It sold more than 14,600 vehicles globally. That was up 31% from the prior year, and it posted a profit of 390 million euros. 
Honda is one of the leading names and generators, but they mostly run on gasoline, which means they are not going to meet Honda's goal to be carbon neutral by 2050. So it's testing stationary fuel cell generators at its campus in California. But these are nothing like your at-home generators. They feature up to four fuel cells from the Honda Clarity car that, when combined together, produce over 1,150 kilowatts of DC electricity or one megawatt of AC. Honda hopes the project will help it learn more in the areas of power supply, supply chain, grid connection access, and more. But don't think that Honda's giving up on fuel cell cars. It says it's still dedicated to developing those as well. Independent repair shops are running into problems trying to access the data they need to repair cars. Automakers are making it increasingly difficult to get that data, to try and thwart hackers, and to make sure no one tampers with the emissions programming. And of course, they want customers to take their cars to dealerships, not to independent repair shops. So now Congress is getting involved. Legislation called the Motor Vehicle Owner's Right to Repair Act it's working its ways through the halls of the Capitol. And that's the topic on this week's AutoLine After Hours. Gabriel Hopkins from the Auto Care Association is going to be our guest. So join us for one of the top issues affecting the automotive industry. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Most of the news that we seem to be reporting on these days is all about electric cars, but here's a little gasoline for your veins. Cadillac announced it's going to reveal the Escalade V in all its piston-pounding glory on May 11th. And this is going to be the first V-Series SUV in Cadillac's history. The Formula One season's about to kick off this weekend with an all-new design for the cars. One of the changes includes tires and wheels going from last year's 13 inches to this year's 18 inches. And since Brembo now supplies all the teams with brakes, that means it too had to change the brake design. The six piston calipers are nickel-plated and are machined from aluminum billets. Obviously, the brake rotors had to increase in size too, and there's some weird technical details that go with that. Until last year, F1 teams could drill 1,480 holes in the rotors for cooling and light weighting, but now they're limited to between 1,000 and 1,100 holes in the front rotors and 900 in the rear. That means F1 drivers are going to have to change their braking points on track because Brembo says the new rotors do not offer as much cooling. Say, if you haven't noticed, we've cranked up the content machine here at AutoLine. Over the weekend, we posted a couple of videos that you might like. One takes a deeper dive into Pingree Detroit. That's a company that makes dog leashes and shoes and bags and more from old automotive scraps. And now the supplier AutoLeave is even providing them with more scraps. In the other video, I lay out my argument as to why legacy automakers made a strategic mistake when they started developing their BEVs, and now they're all scrambling to try to correct that mistake. That is, all of them made that mistake, except for one automaker. Think you might know who it is? I think you might be shocked. And if you're missing out on these videos, 
make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you get the notifications when the new ones go up. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.